Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is week three and we are here to give you all the news, all the insights on all the games this week, even some of the games that are going on right now. There's only one, so it's not plural. Uh, but before I bring in Tyler and James, this week we are brought to you by Manscaping. Absolutely awesome product. Proper grooming requires precision engineered tools. Not only does a man sensitive areas require it, but hygiene demands it because no one wants you to be stanky. You know what I'm saying? Manscaped has the right tools for the job. Skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has a wireless charger. Weed whacker, nose and ear trimmer, which is something different than the lawnmower 3.0. They're giving you extra things to keep all your crevices and your, you know, your ear holes and your nose holes completely clean. It is awesome. And not only that, they're giving you the crop preserver, the crop cleanser, and the crop reviver. You're going to be able, you're going to smell like a million bucks. You're going to be smooth as a baby's bottom. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And make sure you use code DHH for 20% off at checkout. James is here. His undefeated Giants playing tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. Will they go 3-0? We don't know. But I can tell you right now, there's only like 12 or 13 teams with a winning record in the NFL. Because it's a weird season so far. You know, this week three, if you're looking at your your teams and you're like, where the points at? Like, did you start Mac Hollins? What are you, a rookie amateur? Of course he didn't start Mac Hollins. But he popped off today. So we're going to talk about that and much more as we get it going here. But there was some injuries today that are notable. Uh, very last play of the Patriots game, Mac Jones, high ankle sprain, looked bad, but x-rays were negative. Uh, they played Green Bay, I believe, on Sunday night. So Mac, he's got to miss games, right? High ankle sprain, unless he's you know he's on that TB12 uh, recovery method. Uh, could we see Brian Hoyer? Like, eek. Um, it, it's, it didn't look great for Mac Jones. So if you're, play, if you're starting him in Superflex Leagues, I started him in Scott Fishbowl this week because Matt Ryan has been hot garbage. Um, so Mac Jones, cool. So be on the eye for that. The big one though, for fantasy purposes, Dalvin cook hurt his shoulder again, early reports of that. Like, eh, he dislocated it. Not a big deal. Um, but Ale we saw cook score a touchdown this week, as well as Alexander Madison score a touchdown in relief. And if you're a cook owner, what you, what, sh what should you have on your roster, Tyler? Alexander Madison. Yay. That is the <laughs> correct answer. And if you're a deep, deep leaguer, you got Ty Chandler and, the uh, Nwango kid as well, like I do in one of our leagues. I have all four of them because, you know, why not? Um, but, yeah, those are some of the big injuries. Do we have anything else? We didn't have anything on the sheet, but I'm trying to remember AJ if there was Green any. Green with a knee injury. No one cares. Uh, that happened late. Yeah. I mean, no one cares. when he landed on his, he jumped up, tried to catch a pass, and then he landed and just evaporated. Just dust. So, so last year, he it looked like AJ Green wasn't washed last year. Now it looks like the Cardinals offense and AJ Green are both washed. <laughs> They're bad. They are one of the surprise real bad teams. And, you know, they won last week barely. But they're bad. one one uh, injury of note is David Montgomery. 
That's hurt right. his knee, ankle. Well, I'm uh, sure we'll talk about that game. <laughs> and then we'll definitely get into some juicier points, but that is definitely one that uh Yeah, and, and it looks alarming. like he's he's day-to-day, it looks like, and they said that he'll be quote-unquote fine. Uh, if I'm the Bears, I'm like, no, you're not fine, and uh, we're going to start this other running back who I'm sure we'll talk about because I just think Get an MRI there. and then come talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Come talk to me. We get talk to you on Monday after the MRI. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, not not a lot of injuries this week, thankfully, but also not a lot of high scoring studs this week either. So very interesting week in the fantasy football streets. That is for sure. Uh, before we move on to our main segment here, I do want to give a shout out to Trophy Smack. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you in advance. Leave some comments in there. We would love to hit them up in the live stream. Make sure you drop a like and subscribe on YouTube. But it's Trophy Smack. Our longest reigning sponsor is Trophy Smack. We were one of the first podcasts to rep them. And we're proud to still do it because they have an absolutely awesome product. James has his customized belt there at home, and it came out awesome. You can upgrade your fantasy league today, whether you play football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, pretty much everything. And then you can completely customize it. They have the right trophy for you, no matter what. Even if you're a loser in your league, they have the right thing for you. And when you use code DHH ring, you get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. Yes, that's right. Free stuff for something you're going to buy anyway. And it's awesome, heavy-duty quality. It's not cheap. You're not going to go, oh, yeah, $60 value my butt. It is super-duper nice. Tyler got one for our league that we won last year um, to commemorate our awesome victory. Uh, so once again, that's code DHH ring for that free ring at checkout on trophysmack.com. All right, let's start with Thursday because Thursday was uh, was actually interesting. It looked, you know, like it could be a really kind of ho-hum matchup on paper. Browns and Steelers. But there was definitely some takeaways here, James. What did you see when you watched the Browns and Steelers game on Thursday? Um, Trubisky is Trubisky, really. But what really <laughs> jumped off the page for me was... I'm waiting for for Kenny Pickett. And if and if someone hasn't tried to acquire Kenny Pickett this week, you're not doing it right. Uh, we had a couple days there, Friday, Saturday. You should have made an offer by now for Kenny Pickett. I mean, you need to move on from Trubisky if, if you're still living under that stone. But Cooper Cup is one that is not dead, my friends. I know there were doubts going Cooper into the Cooper season. Cup. You Cooper mean Cup. I mean, um, Amari Cooper. Cooper. I was going to say, I, I think that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Wait, My apologies. He died? I, it's, <laughs> it's later in the day, guys. You know, I've had a couple. And uh, no, Amari Cooper is not dead. No. That is great. Second week in a row that he's over 100 yards. Two touchdowns. Back-to-back weeks. I'm loving some Cooper. Uh, I almost did it again. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Amari Cooper. Sheesh. <laughs> Can't wait That's, for uh, Watson uh, to get back there and be his quarterback. Yeah, Tyler, what did you see from this game? Other than the George Pickens yeah, redonkulous catch. All I'm going to say is Trubisky is hyper-targeting Deontay Johnson, and that yep. should stop and slow down once Pickett comes in. Pickett, to me, seems like a guy who's going to spread the ball around. Fryermuth will be a lot better. And the aforementioned George Pickens will actually produce in, I think, in a way that we've seen Garrett Wilson, like maybe a poor man's Garrett Wilson style, like eight targets a game, six catches. I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to see rise throughout the season. All right. I, I don't know if you guys left this one for me, but there's I an left obvious, for you. Uh, there's an obvious winner you. here. Thank you, yes. James. I appreciate you. As everyone who's tuned into this podcast from day one of the 2017 draft knows that I'm a David Njoku guy. And uh, to see Njoku get 
his, uh, you know, probably best career game in terms of targets. And yes. he, he looked like the real deal. He's in there blocking. He's pass catching. He's, he was doing everything and he looked amazing in this game. Um, I love Njoku. This isn't going to be a week to week thing. It's going to be inconsistent, but you know what? At the tight end position, there's only three or four consistent guys. So if Njoku's your tight end one in a league, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to ride or die. There's going to be great games. There's going to be games that aren't as good, but David Njoku showed why he got paid from the Cleveland Browns. He can be a vital part in this offense when the matchup allows. And I love to seeing Njoku's usage this week. Um, and also Najee Harris, man, I know his, uh, you know, he was like the you're dynasty RB three or four at one point. Um, I'm nervous cause the line's not good. And you know, Najee looks, he looks okay, but you know, that foot injury, I don't know. There's just some, if someone comes to you with a, with a strong offer for Najee Harris, I'm not blaming you for taking it at this point. So I'll just leave it at that. Let's get into some of these one o'clock games. I didn't watch too much football today because I was in the car, but I listened to some. And so I'm going to let you guys really take point in here. But I'm going to start with the Texans and Bears game. Totally. Um, this is going to be yeah. fun. Texans are now 0-2-1. Bears are 2-1. We saw David Montgomery go down. Uh, still concerned about Justin Fields. He threw, what, 14 more passes today? Just Yeah. yeah. So that's my main point. 17. Ju- Justin Fields looks bad. I, I posted on Twitter when I saw his second airmailed ma- air pick in the middle of the field. Literally just threw it two people higher than it should be. And, Mac Jones had one of those today, too. And, and Petrie, Petrie dished it up, <laughs> snagged Ooh. it up. But, uh, yeah, for a second pick of the game. And for me, we've seen that so much. And I'm not seeing growth from fields. Like, Komet finally got on the board. Finally. Mooney <laughs> is still missing. Like, they oh. finally found Komet. Mooney, Mooney's still missing out in the streets in Chicago. Fields, it, I, I have a feeling he, he, you know, 50% of the draft class doesn't hit. And Fields yep. could be in that, that range. Like Your for hot me, takes was, looking more and more uh, real every day. Tom. For me, it it literally is Fields and Lance were my worry. Like one of those two can't hit. Like both of them can't hit in this class. And it seems like with the Fields play, Lance has some hope for me. Like that gives me hope because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's one of these two that's going to hit or miss. And right now, from what I've seen from Fields, it, it seems like him. Like, I don't know. I'm worried. If you've got fields, I would worry. I would actually I would start looking for trade partners real quick because I have a feeling Chicago will probably move on from him next year. Wow, that's interesting. And I, if fields lands in the right spot, though. Yeah, I, I would think this is more subject to coaching personnel than anything else, along with the offensive line looking like hot garbage. He's going to be running for his life. We knew this was going to be the case. The offensive for Justin line through that ball for him. No, I'm not going to say he could, he won't make mistakes. Every quarterback makes mistakes, especially young quarterbacks. Especially when you're under pressure constantly. Yeah, constantly. I mean, we could turn around on the other side of the ball and say Davis Mills had a a bad game too. I mean, he threw two interceptions. Oh yeah, I'm worried yeah, about him too. I mean, like, Fields Fields uh, two two t- uh, fumbles is not good either <laughs> but so qbr involves rushing for quarterback fields mm-hmm. was eight for 47 qbr of 19.7 that's ungood especially yeah. when you involve very, his rushing very very ungood but the real news is khalil herbert 
in this game. And we talked about Khalil Herbert way back last year when he was a rookie. I believe he was a sixth round pick. Love Uh, Khalil Herbert. He has gotten the second opportunity, which we all knew was coming. Didn't expect it in this matchup, but Khalil Herbert, 20 carries, 157 yards, two touchdowns. Uh Uh-huh. Um, more fantasy points in this game uh, than David Montgomery's ever had in a game. Just saying. I mean, the way the offense is playing here, I wouldn't be shocked if Khalil Herbert like just almost takes over. Eight yards a carry, and I know that's a skewed stat and people hate it, but eight yards a carry behind that offensive line. I Montgomery's a free agent at the end of the year. If I'm the Bears, yep. see oh, you later, but yeah, see you later, pal. Gone. It's Khalil Herbert season. Can we talk a minute about on the other side of the ball running back position with Damian Pierce, though? One hundred percent. Four yards per carry. Yeah, but I'm don't not worried. Hate it. I'm not worried about that. It's the it's the usage, and he scored a, a touchdown. Like Damian Pierce, if he keeps up this usage, getting twenty touches a game, he's going to be an RB two, even for the Houston Texans. You know, he went even twenty for eighty. It. He went what twenty Tyler. for eighty last week when those scores, and then he had a hundred yards this week. Um, so yeah, Damian Pierce is coming on a little bit here, and the Rex Burkhead experiment from week one. You know, they've kind of flipped the script, so. Damian Pierce is is looking like he is gaining value by the day. And I I just want to let the public know that Tyler offered me Brandon Cooks for a 2023 first this week. Just wanted to put that in the ether. What? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Let's move on. (laughs) Next game. If you guys, if you guys, if you guys can hear that, it's, it's bitter Doug tonight, everybody. I'm not, he was I'm not bitter. Why would I be bitter? Or something like that and inhaling fumes when he sent that. No, yeah, no it's, I'm not it's bitter. Dude, I'm it's, just it's, like, it's, what are you doing? Well, in context, it's a 14 team league and it doesn't matter. you are 2 0. So I figured, hey, you know, you need receiver because he's got five. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be 3 0. I think I'm going to be 3 0 with those five receivers. So, yeah. I'm That's fine. all. I'm fine. Yeah, all right, let's move funny. on to the 0 uh, 3 now Las Vegas Raiders. Who saw that coming? Tennessee, Tennessee moves to one and two. They win 24 to 22. Uh, This was the coming out game for Matt Collins. Hunter Renfro missed this game due to a concussion. I'm going to give a shout out. I don't know who it was, but there was a USA Today article before the season. It was like deep sleepers from each team. And Matt Collins was the Raiders sleeper from their one of their beat writers. So congrats to them. They hit today. Eight for 158 and a touchdown. Obviously, you know, he's a guy that might be available on your waiver wire in deep dynasty leagues. Um, if you got room on your roster, sure. Um, but he was really the surprise performance out of this one. Tyler, what did you think about this game? Any, any observations here? Uh, Traylon Burks, he dropped a touchdown. You know, he, he did a crossing route, dropped a touchdown. He also had a very nice catch where he got smoked. It was, uh, yeah, he got bad one coming across undercut. The and then, yeah, Hospital he got ball. hit, hop, he hopped right back up, still played in the game. There is a Traylon Burks big game coming, and it should be soon. He's been hyper-efficient. Do we have to wait for Malik Willis to no. throw him the ball? No, I don't think so. No. I, Tannehill's done a pretty good job, so uh, I'm not too worried about that. For me, uh, the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry does not look at Henry. He doesn't have the power that I've seen him have as well, so... I sold Henry for a 23 first earlier this week. You lucky dog. I am I am very happy about that. And I actually yep. played against him and he scored 20 some points this week. So uh I still am gonna pull off the victory. So no love lost. Nice. James, what do you got from this game? Not much. 
I mean, I, th- I think we all covered it. We can, uh, we can move we on. Wor- we, are we worried a little bit about Devontae Adams? Yeah. Devon, no, I'm not really worried about it. He's still getting his targets. He did um, get 10 targets in this game, but the yard two straight weeks where the yardage has been. Yeah. Not hot. It's, de- it's Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, had some, he poked his eye with the eyeliner this week. I don't know. I, um, I'd probably be non- more worried about Darren Waller in a game that Renfro wasn't in. And we were, I was hoping Waller was going to have a big game because of it. And we see that slot position, which Tennessee is weak at, at slot coverage. So Matt mm-hmm. Collins fit right in there. It was supposed to be a big Renfro game. And when Renfro went out, I thought, it, hey, Waller is going to get a bump, try to get rid of him. But as we see here, three receptions on 22 yards, not what I was hoping for. And I am a little bit nervous about him. Yeah, for IDP players out there, it's Max Crosby season. That's all you need to know. He's an animal. Help the, me the, to victory. Yeah, same here in another league. The QB pressures are finally turning into sacks, so you'll love to see it. All right, let's get on to the next game here. As I go down, boopity boop boop, waiting, loading. All right, it is the Chiefs and Colts. The Colts, the upset, maybe not of the day. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Colts win 20-17. to 17. Patrick Mahomes, pretty pedestrian, only a touchdown today, 20-35. This Chiefs offense, this should have been a smash spot, right? The Colts defense has been reeling. There was no uh, Shaq Leonard this week again. This is a huge surprise, and it's not like the Colts did anything great on offense either. This was a pretty ugly game. James, anything to extrapolate from this game other than Clyde Edwards-Hoera's lack of rushing yards? <laughs> um, Juju led in targets. Yeah. I mean, that's something to pay attention to. He still looks behind. Like, Kel- I mean, they're every, tied with Kelsey. But... Every time I saw Juju catch it and he started taking off, like, I'm like, God, he is not athletic. Like, he's lost some juice. And you could tell he's not the juice. Yeah, some juice. But yeah, it, it's it's obvious. Like, he's just lost a step. I think we, we know, like, what to expect from this Chiefs offense now after three weeks. The ball is going to get spread around. You really just want Mahomes or Kelsey Maybe a little bit of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like, uh, do you? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you have them, you're not, you, you know, you're, you're kind of stuck with them. And that's how I feel like with all these players on this roster. But on the other side of the ball, we had a bright spot in the in the tight end room. Jelani Woods, two touchdowns on He's three targets. Man. He is six. <laughs> he seven, is huge. What is He's he, like massive. six seven, two twenty five. He's a heck of a, a, a mountain of a man. Very <laughs> raw still. So to get yes. two touchdowns in a game was like, okay. Yeah. And the fact that he was raw, he did catch eight touchdowns in his in his senior year at Virginia. So I liked the transition here. Reds, big red zone target. They needed something else. Matt Ryan needed something else to continue. And then at, like after last week's bad game, I expected Matt Ryan to come back a little bit. Still had some fumbling issues. They're having a hard time blocking. Michael Pittman, but getting Michael Pittman back. Getting Pittman back was definitely a key. And a health, and a healthier Alec Pierce as well. So Jelani Woods, should we just call him Jelani Redwoods? That's fair. <laughs> he's he's a big he's a large man. He okay, like everybody says Mo Ali Cox is huge. And Jelani Woods makes him look like a lollipop guild. Like honest <laughs> to God, he's yeah. he's huge. I mean, he's yeah. two inches taller than Mo Ali Cox, who is you know a so mountain of a man, just like and, they call and I do want, Woods. And Mahomes and Bienemy got into it today, uh, before the second half. 
Mahomes wanted to go for it. He wanted to score points, and they decided to just let the clock run out. Mahomes was very heated. I think that actually decided the game. If Pretty Mahomes would have went for a field goal or points, this game could have yeah. tied when it's overtime. I think they did a press conference, and you could tell Mahomes was a, a little irritated by that. A- agitated. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's move on to the next game. This was the, the game of the day in terms of you know uh, viewership and whatnot. It was the undefeated Dolphins against the undefeated Bills. Well, guess what? One of them is still undefeated. One of them is still undefeated, and that is the Miami yes. Dolphins. We saw Tua go out of this game with a concussion. There were some questions about him no, letting him It was a back injury. It was a back injury. Yeah, yeah, sure. Back <laughs> of the brain injury. Wink, wink, uh, yeah. nudge, nudge. Uh, Josh Allen has an absolute monster day. He threw the ball 63 times, 400 yards, a couple of touchdowns, had 47 yards on the ground. So Josh Allen didn't disappoint. And um, who had Devin Singletary catching passes on their bingo card? A lot of them. I put him uh, on my bench this week. I feel I so had a, bad. I had him on my bench in a, in a league as well. Uh, Tyler, what from this game stood out to you? Well, James Cook has seen the field. I got to mention that. He still looks very spry. And when he does get the ball, you kind of hold your breath waiting for something magic to, magical to happen. Magical a, or bad? Magical. Oh, okay. Magically bad. But, I, I mean, until either Singletary and Moss get dinged up, James Cook is going to have his role, and he's going to have four or five opportunities a game. So until that happens, James Cook can be on your bench. I mean, he got you eight PPR points or so, so that, that's not bad. Are you regretting paying up the way you did in the offseason for James no. Cook right now? No, because it's still week three. Okay. And I still believe it will progress. Like we're all saying about that with Justin Jefferson. Is the window know. now it's it's a buy window right now in your eyes for James your buy Cook. your buy window was week one and week two when he did nothing or the first fumble. Oh, I mean he still pretty much did he's not still much. doing nothing, yeah. But he's one getting carry points. three yards. He's and... getting points and he's being productive. Like he's more productive than a lot of running backs right now. So that's that's a plus. Yeah, the running well, the running back scene is kind of a yeah, kind of a bad but, one. But for me, uh the one thing I do want to mention is Josh Allen, he was rattled. They lost a lot of offensive linemen in this game, a lot of injuries. And Josh Allen was very frustrated. You could tell. And same with Ken Dorsey. If you didn't see that film, <laughs> he was he, he was thrashed in that, that box. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a very frustrating running back room. And, I mean – you know what's you know what's crazy to me? The Dolphins only threw the football twenty times and won the game. Uh huh. Teddy. Threw oh, it, it was it was, it was crazy. They were showing like the Bills' <laughs> the time of possession. Time of was possession wild was ridiculous, and the first downs were ridiculous for Buffalo. The yardage alone. I mean, Allen threw for four hundred yards. He threw the ball sixty three times. Yeah, that's a lot. And but we know Josh Allen will be okay. We know the Buffalo Bills offensive pieces will be okay. The one person, and it's the opposite side of the ball, Chase Edmonds, six carries, 21 yards, two touchdowns. I love the two touchdowns. Sell, sell right now. I am yeah. not convinced with Chase Edmonds. Uh, he had less carries than Raheem Mostert in this one. It just happens to be him around the goal line. You can't rely on that week to week. If Chase Edmonds has any value to anyone on your leagues, I would get rid of him now. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I, I just want to like warn all Tyreek Hill owners. This is the Tyreek Hill experience. Like there's, you know, he only went over a hundred yards, I think twice last year or three times. Um, there's a lot of feast or famine in Tyreek Hill's game. Week one, he didn't do much against the Pats. He pops off last week. 
Week three, two for 33 on four targets. Uh, Waddle's been the most consistent pass catcher in this offense. And then Mike Gesicki crashed back down to earth with one catch for six yards. Didn't get a chance to show the new gritty that he's been working on. Um, so that's unfortunate. So Mac Jones did though. What <laughs> real fast? What are we? What are our? What are our takes on Isaiah McKenzie? Gabe, Nine Gabe targets. Davis isn't healthy. Gabe Davis isn't fully healthy. And McKenzie's going to be obvious. inconsistent too. Yep. Yeah. But he's. Gonna I be, mean, he's a. He's, he's a, going to be a part of the active offense. He though. is a wide receiver for. He'll be good on bye weeks. He'll be good to yeah. put in your lineup in bye weeks. That's the kind of player that 100%. I, I look at him at. All right, let's move on to the. NFC North matchup, the Lions and Vikings. Lions led most of the way in this one. But Kirk Cousins, the insurance salesman, car salesman extraordinaire, brings the Vikings back to win 28-24 on a touchdown to K.J. Osborne, a lot of people's favorite sleeper this season. Um, I'll take this one. You know, Amon Ra was fighting through an ankle injury. DeAndre Swift got dinged up again in this one, it looks like. But uh, Jamal Williams, you know, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are both top seven running backs in the season right now. That's a fun stat. Um, so if you own DeAndre Swift and have Jamal Williams as your handcuff, it's one of those things is like, could you start them both in the same week? I suppose. But Jamal Williams has 20 carries for 87 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Josh Reynolds, a sneaky guy that's I've always liked him since he came two out weeks of in a, a row, Josh Reynolds. Since he came out of AM and then he was the Rams like third receiver and then he went to Tennessee and they released him. But he's kind of found new life here for Detroit. I don't think he's a consistent starter, but 10 targets, you know, DJ Chark has a quiet week again. TJ Hawkinson finally scores you fantasy points. Oof. I'm selling TJ Hawkinson. Josh Reynolds, a Tim Keller OG. Yeah, very much so. Uh, But Hawkinson, man, like, it's great that he scores you a touchdown, but if you're starting him with any confidence week to week, like, Godspeed to you. Um, His value is is definitely taking a hit. But And on the other side of the ball, we talked about the Davin Cook injury. Looks like he's going to be fine, so no, no reason to panic there. Um, but it's really all about Justin Jefferson. Only six targets, three for 14 in this game. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row where Jeff- Jefferson's underperformed. I'm not worried about it at all. I think he's going to be just fine. But it it just stinks when you have an absolute stud have a dud. That's all I'm going to say. Two I mean, if this is two weeks in a row <clears throat> that he's done this and pretty much disappeared this game. Like, they had him down on lock. Just wait for a, a team that, you know, he, he needs to show up to, like he doesn't need to show up to, like Chicago or something like that. And, you know, he'll have a great game. This is, this is like the one buying opportunity you have for a guy like this. Like if you have an opportunity to go get Justin Jefferson. If anyone's panicking, they're a bad yeah. owner. So yeah. congrats so, if you can so take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> go check everybody in your league. And they they blanketed Jefferson. They were they had smart. all eyes on. Yeah, that's what, that's what he's going to have to deal with because he's one of the better receivers in the league. And he'll have his games, but man, it's definitely tough after week one, just lighting the world on fire. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, that was an interesting game. I thought the Lions would pull it out, but unfortunately, they came up a little short in the end. All right, let's move on to the Ravens visiting the Patriots. This was a close game. I listened to this one on the drive home from New Hampshire, and this was a, this was a fun game. It was back and forth for a while. The Pats were right in it. For the Patriots, you know, Mac throws three picks, has the injury, did rush for his first career touchdown, so cool. Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson both scored. Stevenson went over 100 yards and looked really, really good in this one. And then for the Patriots passing game, Devontae Parker looks spry. Five for 156. Every catch he had was like over 25 yards the whole game. It was crazy. Um, do you guys want to cover anything on the Baltimore side? We saw the return of J.K. Dobbins this week. Um, limited. 
limited J.K. Dobbins. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm still waiting. I want to see another week of of some kind of usage. Um, you did mention Ramondre Stevenson. I, I wanted to mention that. I believe Absolutely. he is going to lead this backfield, especially they in, love in Harris. games. <laughs> they love I know Harris. that. I know. But look at the snap share. I mean, it's pretty much even. I think it's going to be even over over five season. yards per carry. Like this is what you want against Baltimore, which the defense isn't what it used. They're to giving be. they're giving up over five yards of carry on the yeah. season. By the way, yeah, and and going with Bateman. Bateman had a Terrible very game. very no. I don't think it was. We had a Lamar, fumble. Lamar missed him. And, you know, it was within inches of a touchdown, a deep bomb. This is going to be Bateman. You're going to need a, a big play. Because he's, it's all Mark Andrews. Devin Duvernay's taking all the touchdowns, but I think Bateman's, <laughs> Bateman's time and opportunities will come very, very soon. So, if it, like, same with Jefferson. If anybody's sleeping on Bateman, go check because he is prime for a breakout. Yeah, my heart did smile just a little bit when Josh Oliver caught a touchdown because he was one of I my knew, guys that I was big I on. Instead of Isaiah <laughs> Likely. I thought of you. Right I when he caught Josh it, I'm like, coming out. somewhere Doug is smiling. Yeah, those, ja- those Jacksonville days. I thought he had such an opportunity, and then he just kept getting hurt. But yeah, Josh Oliver still in the league. He caught a touchdown. That made my heart smile. So that was that was a, a nice little treat for me. But yeah, Devontae Parker, ten targets. Like maybe he keeps it going. No, no one else had more than five, and Parker looked good. I know this Baltimore's secondary is weird because they have good names, but they play like turd. Um, yeah. With but, the Devontae Mark- Parker, if I may, mm-hmm. this was Nelson Aguilar last week. And we said it last week about Nelson Aguilar. Like we, each week we won't know who's going to get it until yeah, it could be Kendrick it. Bourne next week. If you yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they all they're all they all live inside like five to seven targets. The the main yeah. guy that week will have ten, and we have to remember that this week Jacoby Myers was out. The yes. the thing with Parker though is they brought him in to be the alpha. Like that uh, Parker's a yep. known big time player that's the thing all these other guys have been just kind of auxiliary pieces something that you know is just there parker actually has an opportunity to keep building off of this if the uh if the ravens if the ravens make the playoffs i think lamar is um putting up some quite nice mvp stats right now and that man every week that goes by that contract is a little bit more expensive so (laughs) lamar over 200 passing over 100 on the ground again i think it's a 13th or 14th time he's done that like yeah, is, he is good. He's very good. All right, let's get on to the Bengals at the Jets. The Bengals finally get a win and get off the schneid. They're tw- uh, they win twenty-seven to twelve over the Jets. Tyler, what do you got from this? Your boy Tyler Boyd scored a touchdown, so I thought of you when that happens because I know you're a boy. You've always been a Boyd guy. Yeah, he had he got smoked like twice and just <laughs> it was like a, a pinball machine to ding 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 and then just took off. Uh, that was a big touchdown. That was fun to see. Uh, my take is, man, can T Higgins not get hit in the head? That'd be great. I'd love, for, <laughs> yeah. I'd love for that. But, uh, Garrett Wilson, 10 targets again. He got hurt. He got hit bad. It looked bad because he was in a lot of pain. Came back though. So he's just fine. Brees Hall getting 11 targets is nice to see. The issue is Zach Wilson's coming back everybody next week. So enjoy. Womp, womp. I hope we enjoyed all of this stuff because I go through it 52 more times today. <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. I mean, Flacco did not look great. Down. Flacco yeah. did not look great, and people are like, "Oh, let's bring in Zach Wilson." Newsflash: It's gonna look worse. It's not gonna look better. It's no, gonna be sure. bad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Elijah Moore's opportunity could actually be better because he all Wilson wants to do is look in the slot. So, 
Elijah Moore could actually be on the rise, and Garrett Wilson. I would struggle to like to. I, I mean, I've been wanting to slide him in certain lineups now with Flacco, but once Wilson comes back, I don't think he's he's gonna be a little more irrelevant than than normal. Yeah. We talk about Tyler Conklin having a really strong season. Yes, I played him today. Very, like very CJ nice. Uzama, they signed Conklin and Uzama, and Uzama hasn't done anything, but Conklin has been super consistent. Caught all eight targets, 84 yards this week. Like, all right, the University was... of Minnesota guy, Conklin. Uzama no, was the vet for the that Vikings. they brought in. <laughs> I know he played. And he this is his first game, first game back from, from rehab and all that. Mm-hmm. Conklin has been in the offense, and he's been the better tight end in practices. So I'm not too shocked. And I, I like Conklin. He was a sneaky ad on waivers. If you, especially if you played in some tight end premium leagues, uh, I'm, I like Conklin. I thought you were say tight end leagues. I'm like, aren't yeah. all how, leagues how, tight end leagues? Let's talk a second about uh, Joe Mixon with quite yes, the blood that's today. that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, 15 touches for, uh, like, let me do the quick math, 38 yards. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. Samaje Pirine outruns him and catches a touchdown like i'm not concerned with mixing like over p ryan or anything like that but i thought this was a great spot for joe and yeah not so great another running back that's struggling we're seeing these you know first roundish running backs like mixon and mccaffrey and taylor yeah. not finding the end zone and that's a huge part of it running back has been pretty disappointing two yards hard, per please. carry is the more disturbing thing and then last week three yards per carry week one three yards per carry it seems like he's he's not able to get to the second level. The yeah. more money they threw at the offensive line, the worse it got. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so damn strange. They've got the Super Bowl blues. It happens to a lot of teams, that's for sure. Yep. All right. Speaking of Super Bowl, how about Ooh. them Eagles? Three and zero, beating the Commanders twenty-four to eight. Uh, Jalen Hurts. It's the Jalen. It's Jalen Hurts in Lamar Jackson's world, and everyone else is just living in it. Um. Hurts looked damn good again today. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, his his, conf, his confidence is is boosted, and we saw it with Josh Allen. They bring in Stefan Diggs, and here we are in Dynasty Happy Hour making fun of Josh Allen, and then he breaks out. And I sat here thinking to myself, maybe Hurts ain't the answer, and mm. they bring in AJ Brown, and look what happens. He's the answer. The thing is, Devonta Smith looks like Alabama Devonta Smith. They're the using Slim him Reaper's down. Back. They're using him downfield, which is what you need to do. Like two, that, two weeks in a row. This isn't like a one-off now. It's no. Yeah. And so is this is like the flashback of Alabama all over again. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, both getting double digit targets. That's what you're going to see. Dallas yeah. Goddard. He got hurt, but uh, a name you guys need to know. Cause Dallas Goddard got hurt. Yes. I know. Uh, what you're gonna say. Grant Calcaterra. I added him in a couple leagues where I could. <laughs> I got him he, cheap everywhere. He was a very high recruited tight end. And then he had some off the field stuff, I'm pretty sure, and then came back, played for a different college, and now he's he's back at it. I think I, I'm almost sure he's the guy that wanted to retire, then decided to go back to college again, but maybe he's very talented and he showed that today with his long touchdown. If Dallas Goddard's hurt, I think he's an even swap because Talent wise, I don't think he's far off from Goddard because he's a very talented player. Goddard uh did re-enter the game after the injury. I think you re-entered the game. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I interesting what? thing on Washington's side of the ball, once again, Curtis Samuel leads the way in targets. He had 10 targets, McLaurin had nine. He went over a hundred, which was nice. Six for one oh two in a tough matchup. Good and to then see J- it. JD McKissick, obviously they're playing from behind, so he did a lot. Jahan Dotson had a quiet game, but still had eight targets. 
So, you know, it's those four guys in the passing game. You know, Antonio Gibson's week one, like seven catches, like that's not happening again, I don't think. Um, they're using him exclusively just uh, in, in the backfield um, and not swinging out to catch passes. But I'm really, I really love what I'm seeing out of uh, Curtis Samuel. I've been a Curtis Samuel guy for a while. I have, oh, God, I've in so many dynasty leagues. So it's nice to see him healthy and contributing. Um, so I think he's in, in every week start, like a wide receiver three or a flex. So I love that. Um, but yeah, Jalen Hurts, I am very happy that in my redraft leagues, all three of them, Jalen Hurts is my QB1. Uh, I believed in Hertz, and here we are, and I'm scoring points and winning, and life is good. So let's talk about some teams that typically don't score points, and uh, the Panthers <laughs> get off the schneid, and LaVisca Chenault. The schneid? The schneid. LaVisca Chenault, the underta- insert Undertaker gif here, like, sits up from the coffin and scores a 67-yard touchdown and looks really good. I, you know, I don't care what anybody says. I still like LaVisca. Um, but the Panthers beat the Saints 22 to 14. James, give me your observations from this barn burner of an NFC South matchup. Oh, man. Why do I always get the hard ones? Um, That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah other than the LaVisca Chanel thing, uh, are we worried? Of, I think I'm worried about Alvin Kamara and CMC and, the, and these two offenses in general, uh, unless it's a wide receiver named Chris Olave. I'm not worried about McCaffrey. 25 carries like yeah i'm, I'm not, not worried wor- i'm not worried about both it's head coaching they're both not great like the offensive philosophy for both teams is not Matt great. sucks he's so bad that he i hope that, they lost because he might have been fired that after defense is so good and it's literally carrying rules job <laughs> hey if you're a dj Moore owner are you like uh panicking one reception for two yards on six targets he had more rushing yards than receiving yards in this game he... Baker, no one's got a lot of targets. I they didn't try to get much. out of everything Carolina right now. Baker's bad. He will honestly be so he'll be replaced by Darnold when Darnold returns. No, they. I think they like Baker. They've already talked to like Baker coming back for next year. There is what I've heard. I, I'm concerned with McCaffrey from a pass catching standpoint. Only four targets. Um, you know that's where when he was averaging 20 plus fantasy points per game. We know a lot of that was on the uh, receptions out of the backfield, and they're not consistently showing it to him. But let's talk about Olave. 13 targets. You know, he had like 360 air yards last week, so we knew that it was coming. Oh, yeah. But 13 targets, 9 for 147. Michael Thomas did get dinged up in this one. Jarvis Landry exited the game as well. Um, if you're still holding on to Adam Troutman in Dynasty, you can, you can just let him go. Like, he's <laughs> he's not. He ain't it. You don't want any want tight end from the, from the Saints. No, not really. No. Um, because even with Taysom Hill out of this game, the tight ends did nothing. So Chris Olave, though, like he's from last week to this week, can he be consistent, Tyler? It all depends on the injury. For me, for Michael Thomas, is he going to be out longer periods of time? For me, it was last man standing. I mean, last week okay. he had ninety yards. He had a fine game last week, but he got fed because he was it. Landry and Thomas were gone. Are you going to depend on the other guys? No. You're going to give it to Olave, your first-run rookie. He's he's a good player, but do I think he's going to be an elite wide receiver one, which was my issue, where everybody had him. They had him above like Wilson and all these other players because he's a good route runner. But for me, he's, he's a fine player. But if I have the opportunity to, uh, I don't know, pivot to Drake London with this, I would. Like I would, I'd look elsewhere. I just I don't see an elite 
type of receiver with Olave. He had a, he had a really good game though, so I got to give him credit for that. Would you try to sell Olave for Garrett Wilson right now? Is there anybody you think would do that? I do. Garrett Wilson kind of had a, a bad game this week. Olave had the up game. You try to flip even one for one. I for me personally, I'd wait a week after Zach Wilson comes back, and <laughs> <laughs> I'd be able to get Garrett Wilson plus <laughs> plus for, yeah, right. for Olave. <laughs> All right, it's so all, you're holding on values. both. <laughs> you're yeah. holding I mean, on both. if I have Olave, yeah, and if I'm, if I'm, that's my target is Garrett Wilson. I'm waiting till Zach Wilson comes back 100. percent Yeah, and the good news is if you stacked Winston, Kamara, and Michael Thomas today in DFS on Underdog, you know what the good thing is is you can just move on and you can play the next game and the next week, or you can play. You could have played Sunday night. You can play Monday night. Lots of different things that you can do on Underdog. So make sure you check them out there. There's player pickums, player props. There's quick draft 16 best balls as well. So go download the underdog app right now. Hit pause. Go download. We'll wait. Then use code DHH to have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. So put in $100, get $100, 50-50. You know the drill. That's free money for something that you're going to play anyways. I love playing DFS. I play for small stakes, nothing crazy. So go get yourself some free money. Enter yourself for NFL best balls over unders for the entire NFL season. They also have baseball on there. If you're more of like, you know, the slow speed, feel free. You can do it on there as well. So don't miss out on this deal. Once again, it's code DHH for your deposit up to $100 for you. So you can spend it and hopefully win some as well. All right, let's get into our next game. I'm going to say this one's the upset of the day. I know Justin Herbert came in and he was dinged up. The Chargers didn't have Keenan Allen again. But we saw the Jacksonville Jaguars absolutely moss the L.A. Chargers. The Jaguars were on the road. The Chargers oh, are now one and two. The Jags, the Shaggy Wise, yeah, baby, they're scoring touchdowns. It was great. Tre- Trevor Lawrence looked great. James Robinson, he's got to be the story of the year early here. What do we think, Tyler? Personally, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. He looks elite. Uh, all these you know, bootleg throws that he's making – are just like Herbert. Uh, if you were to tell me that Herbert was on Jacksonville today, you know, the healthy Herbert, I, I would have been confused except for the long locks, of course. But uh, for me, Herbert and Lawrence should be a little closer than we think, especially if Lawrence is going to play like this. He looked like the special player we all wanted to come out. Robinson, I mean, I, all I can do is clap my hands for him. Like coming back from the Achilles like this. Comeback player of the year, you think? I, Thus can far, he, can yes. he be though? Because I don't think he really had an off year last year. It's more for me that was the basis of comeback player, like Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, he right, comes back. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, the Jacksonville Jaguars they look legit, and when you have a defense with Trayvon Walker who looks like the elite player that they drafted at one one, everybody laughed at him passing Aiden Hutch- Hutchinson, but he just looks special. He looks like an athlete out there on the field. And they're using him correctly, which is what you need to do with a player like that. On the other side, uh, Herbert, he looked hurt. So I'm going to kind of give him a pass. And Josh Justin Palmer. Hurtbert. Hurtbert. Uh, you know, Khalil Herbert's brother. We all, we all <laughs> yes. saw that. Uh, but, yeah, Josh Palmer, uh, he looked very good. He had a big play. He looked gas low after that. I mean, yeah. Gerald Everett looked gassed last game we saw the Chargers play. Maybe they need their conditioning a little better. 
Yeah, James, I'm, get... I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here saying that, so I shouldn't be saying. Yeah, anything. take take a thirty second break, Tyler. You're probably out of gas right now. Uh, <laughs> James, any thoughts on this game? I've got a couple, but I would just yes, see uh, I have two things on each one thing on each side of the ball that I'll I'll mention. Zay Jones led the receiving core in this game. He's good. Eleven targets, ten receptions, eighty five yards, and a tutty. Mm-hmm. Give me Zay Jones. Like Zay, we talked about him in the offseason. I think I it was, talked about him last it was year the, when he was with Oakland. When he was with Oakland, or the the episode that Doug and I were were playing two grumpy old men, I believe, <laughs> was the was the episode that we brought up Zay Jones as a as a very very cheap investment for your dynasty rosters. Uh, it's starting to pay off now, which I am so happy about. Start looking around for for teams. Um, in your league, especially if you're not contending, that are contending, Zay Jones might be someone that you can slip off and get a draft pick or something if you're not contending this year. What if somebody needs a top five tight end? Are they looking at Jacksonville for that? <laughs> you you waited until the week that Kyle Pitts actually caught the ball to make the joke like that? Thanks. Um, the On the other side of the ball, Eckler, I'm nervous about because he's not putting enough points to get the full value at least he had eight catches today but holy smokes yeah and we know that herbert was was hurt keenan allen didn't play in this matchup mike williams only had one catch luckily for him it was a touchdown um i advised this morning not to play mike williams stay away from the whole situation avoid it if you can but you Mm -hmm. can't avoid austin eckler he is a focal point in anybody's dynasty roster if you have him on your roster so I personally don't. I got rid of my shares last year. I sold high. I'm nervous about Eckler. Anybody else with me there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about Travis Etienne, too. Yeah. Slightly, but he, he still had some good carries in this one, so I'll, I'll give him a th- pass. <sighs> he had a long one that got called back, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. did. That's a, like That's the story week to week. Like, can he just not have like a penalty or a fu- or a drop pass on uh, yeah, one you know, good play that you know, he breaks out? You know, it's coming. Eventually, it's coming though. eventually. Yeah, that's what but, she said. Uh, yeah, and Christian Kirk, like, consistently looking great in this offense. They're using him how they should have used him in Arizona with fake genius Cliff Kingsbury, who sucks. <laughs> I um, a team that could use him. You know, Christian <laughs> Kirk got paid, and we all kind of laughed, but so far, so good. Like, he's he's up to what three or four touchdowns on the season. He's getting consistent targets. And he looks good. So, yeah, I, lots to look forward to in this Jacksonville passing game. So, uh, yeah, definitely a fun game for the for if you're a Jaguars fan, Duval, as they say. That's the cool old guy speech. Thank you, listener. <laughs> Christian Kirk is probably going to have a bad game next week against the Eagles. Just a heads up. Why do you have? Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think so. This team looks legit. Right. Doug Peterson revenge game. Yeah. Let's move on to this turd, absolute turd of a game. NFC West. I was told the NFC West and the AFC West was going to be this high-scoring shootouts week to week, and so far, yeah, not so much. Um, the Rams win twenty to twelve. The Cardinals they kicked two field goals in the second half. The Cardinals are so bad. Kyler threw it fifty-eight times, scoreless. He didn't throw a touchdown. Neither did Matthew Stafford. Mm. Like this game was rough. Ugly. We did see Marquise Brown fourteen for one forty. I'm saying sell him off now before Hopkins 17 comes back. targets. Yeah. Yeah. Sell him now before Hopkins comes back. When Hopkins comes back, he's the, he's the, he's the gear that makes the whole thing go. But you know, Connor's hobbled. Cam Akers has a touchdown, but also fumbles it on the goal line. 
Darrell Henderson had no usage, which is good if you're a Cam Akers owner and you're looking for something positive. But Allen Robinson, like... Dropped hello? a touchdown. Literally wide open on a crossing route. Yes. Went right through his hands. Cooper Cup is quiet. Luckily, he had a rushing touchdown. This is just... This is this was Greg the, Dorch? This, Greg Dorch was good, though. This was oh. the disappointment bowl from I fantasy. Yes. Correct? <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's tough watching Arizona because they need playmakers. They are throwing out just players you probably have never heard of. Greg Dorch... You know us, us diehards. Us, us dynasty players have heard about him for the longest time, but like, you know, the, the home league players. Travis May or uh, Riley so yeah, was a big Dorch guy. Yeah, Travis May was a big tor- Dorch guy. Yeah. Uh, they need Rondell Moore back, and what the heck is going on with Rondell Moore? Is he is he still hurt? Like, yes. come on. I think they moved him to IR, if I'm not mistaken. because uh, no, they could. I think re- he was just ruled out this week. I don't. Think yeah, they could really use him. Bet that he would. They, you know what they need. They Something George... called Andre Bacellia caught two passes. I don't know who that is. <laughs> they could have used George Pickens here. Andre like, Bacelli was playing? Yeah. Imagine George Pickens receiver? in this offense. Imagine George Pickens in this offense. Like They should have traded for DK. Like They need a big, tall receiver to throw. Like, so Where's Kyler my boy Antoine Wesley at? I like that guy. Where's he he at? is on IR. I know. That I like one. Wesley. He was good in this and offense last year, too. This this team is rough. Kyler, I still think, is a, a decent player, but Cliff and this offense and offensive line is going to push him to play football or baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff is just bad. So bad. He's just bad. Yeah, this, no, this whole bad. game was... He's I mean, Jarrell Henderson, four carries, like, eek. Do you think, do you think uh, McVay and Cliff were just like doing the fish lip look with their sunglasses on the sideline, looking at each other all the time. Like, mm, yeah, I look better. Mm. Who's more of a pretty boy? Let's go. Mm. Hold on. How's my hair? Cliff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's move on before we get. Yeah. So uh, Rondo Moore is not on. No, he was just, IR, he should be back in a week or two though. I not think, practicing. Let's go to a good game. A fun game. Yeah. The Falcons, Mr. Falcon. They won 27 to 23 over the Seahawks. We saw some fantasy players come back to life in this one. Most notably, Tyler's guy, Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson, two out of three games looking like an absolute animal. And DK Metcalf uh, had you a nice fantasy day. If you had the the cojones to start him as I did in one league, because I only have five receivers. Let's go. (laughs) Tyler, give me the rundown on your Falcons. So Patterson looked good. If you told me this is a 31 year old playing a running back and he's only played running back for so many years, I would tell you you're lying to me. He looks like a 24 year old player. He's having fun. He's loving it. I, you guys, I think Cordero Patterson could be the running back there for a little more long, like a little while, because Tyler Algier is not special at all. Every time he touched yeah. the ball, it was just like, ugh. Who's that? Zach Moss? No. But with this running back class next year, they could be like early second round. Yeah, and they can and make honestly, a move for one. Yeah. So everybody oh, compared yeah. Ritter to Mariota. Mariota looks. Awesome in this in this offense. If Ritter is better than Mariota, I think they got their quarterback. That, that's what that was kind of what I drew up in the conclusion when I watched this game. And whoever didn't see the Kyle Pitts game coming, I mean, you, you didn't you do anything in the second half though, which was... you weren't reading between the lines because they had a player first meeting. And Kyle Pitts is not the player to come up and be like, "I need the ball." He's very humble and he wants a team to win, but yet all you heard this week was. Kyle Pitts, you know, uh, he's not worried about his stats. 
you know they had a meeting and Kyle Pitts is like, feed me, give me the ball because I am a dude. And he showed it on the field. Like he, he wasn't open on some of these and he just snagged it and was like, nope, this is mine. Drake London's touchdown. He, he drug Quandre Diggs into the end zone. Like Diggs had him and he's like, nope, you're coming with me. Like London's a baller. Pitts is yeah. a baller. This team it's got just getting ruined. started. Yeah, it's getting me really, really excited. You, get amped. you know who oh, I yeah. you know who I used to like on the uh you know, I used to like Noah Fant in Dynasty, but uh for like three straight weeks now, Colby Parkinson and Will Disley have been getting more yards than Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna be the next team for Noah Fant, wherever he goes as a free agent. Noah Fart. <laughs> uh yeah. Colby Parkinson's hair game. On between point. him and him and Hawkinson, like how disappointed are we with those two? With their powers combined, they could be tight end 17. <laughs> and with another uh, low-performing game from Kenneth Walker, I'm going to try to buy this week. He did have a 21-yard rip after he had, he had like two carries for like negative yards at one point. But yeah, yeah I, it, it, all it's going to take, James, I think you're on to something. Go try one, to get Ken Walker. One, yeah. it's If Rashad Penny goes down for an injury, and he will, um, Ken Walker is going to be the dude. It ain't DJ Dallas. It's not Travis Homer. It's Kenny Walker, so I'm here for it, and I agree. Who would have thought Gino was an upgrade? Gino's Gino, <laughs> not bad. Picked him up off the waiver wire May eighth in one of my home dynasty leagues. Good for you. You got, you got on your whiteboard. Yeah, I was like, yeah, who who can I get May for free? 8th. Well, I have Jalen Hurts, I have Carson Wentz, and I have Baker, and I'm like, oh, I need, <laughs> I need, why not Gino? Like, and everybody like was on the drew lock train. And then I saw him like that second week of the preseason. Oh, he had COVID and then Gino's gelling with the team. I think Gino continues to grow in this offense. For some reason, they play Detroit next week. New Orleans is maybe a different story, but then Arizona, the Chargers that we just saw the Jags whip up on, mm. this is going to be a team that is going to throw the ball. We saw Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf both get heavily targeted this week. I'm happy with the performance for Geno Smith because you picked him up off the waiver wire. And if you want to flip him for a third, you probably could right now. Absolutely. Let's get on to the final game of the day, which was the Ugh. the game of the day on paper, right? A Green Bay Packers, Tampa. What was the final score on this one? 41-38? No. Oh, oh no. Um, it was 14 Can you flip to those 12? numbers around? So every a- time that Tampa Bay plays now, you're just going to want to take the under in all bets. <laughs> it was 14 to 12. We know Tampa had no Mike Evans with the suspension, no Chris Godwin, no Julio Jones, who apparently has a PCL injury. Cool. Um, yeah. And, and Green Bay, they didn't do much on offense either. They, you know, they split the carries between Jones and Dylan. Romeo Dobbs showed out eight yeah, targets, baby. eight receptions for 73 and a touchdown. Randall Cobb had a long completion. Lazard scored again for the second straight week. I like what I saw out of Bob Tanyan, though. You know, coming off that ACL injury, I think he's gaining a little bit of momentum. We know that he scored, what, eight touchdowns two years ago. Another um, reliable target for Rodgers. Yeah, but yeah, Leonard Just Fournette. No, no, after the, no, no yardage after the catch. Yeah, Fournette didn't do anything. It was all Russell Gage in this one because he's really all they had. 13 targets, 12 catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown, so good for him. But this game, this is a fantasy yeah. between the Rams Cardinals. If you would have told me the Rams Cardinals, Green Bay and Tampa would produce no like top 12 fantasy players this week. Although Hollywood Brown might end up being there because of the receptions. I'd be like, really? It was that bad. This is uh, these two games really killed a lot of fantasy teams this week. What do you guys think? I think Aaron Rodgers was okay. 
Yeah. I mean, I, this, I think this is what we need to expect from Aaron Rodgers going forward, too. He's not going to be at the top five in his position week in, week out. I think those days are behind him with the with the exit of Devontae Adams. So I think he's doing what he can. Um, it's just going to be you're going to roll the dice and, and try to get him out there every week. But there might be another op, better option on your on your bench in some weeks. The best the best thing about this game was the Fox comedy skit they did about Brady and Rogers, where they made fun of their age. And they're talking about how Tom Brady likes to watch tape on players, but they use a VHS tape. And then how Tom Brady, Tom Brady likes to do workouts, but he asked for his hundred disc stereo system with CDs from Matchbox, Matchbox Twenty, and a couple other and, and Hoobastake. And he goes, but they're burn CDs where he downloaded it from Napster. <laughs> it was the best skit ever, and that's oh. the best thing we got from this. Christian Watson should be uh, a fun player to kind of keep an eye on, too, with this Green Bay offense searching for weapons. Yeah. Uh, any point. final any final words before we uh, get on out of here? Broncos are ungood right yeah. now. Russ I'm like concerned crap. with Russ. He's, he's not good. San Francisco so. looks good in pockets, though. Like... We'll see. It's yeah, almost... I mean, Jeff Wilson already eight carries, fifty-five yards. I'm I'm excited about that. Looks like a big Debo game, which I know Doug, you need in the league. I do indeed need a big already Debo five recept five I for five for uh, seventy-three uh, yards. So this is the way. If you play IDP, this is, will tilt you. When you play Brian Burns and he has zero points, and you leave Trey Hendrickson on the bench and he scores forty-four in a league, like, yeah, little tilting, but it's okay. Yeah. It's early. I'm not too worried about it. But that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Make sure you also check out DynastyNerds.com. Sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription. Get your trade tools, your extra Nerd Herd episode, Prospect Film Room, Dynasty GM, all sorts of stuff. And you can check out Viridian Global. You know, it's starting to get a little chilly out at night. If you need a new sweatshirt, just type in DHH and you can search for us there and grab yourself a new hoodie in any color that you might like. So once again, thank you to all our sponsors, Manscaped, code dhh for 20 percent off underdog under underdog 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 code dhh dhh i'm a mess right now it's getting late i'm like the opposite of james he stumbled sun's in the beginning get, i'm sun's stumbling real low in the end that's because i drink a bang through the show and like by the time we get to the end i'm like yeah let's go you're like focus for another hour so on underdog it's code dhh for up to 100 matched and trophy smack as well code dhh ring to get that 60 dollar value championship ring for free that is going to wrap it us wrap it up for us i still can't speak hopefully I'll grasp it up next week. i'm terrible all right we'll see you guys next you. week on the dynasty happy hour i'm gonna go to speech therapy